Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 34. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Sam, how are you today? I'm tired. How about you? Um, Just got done eating lots and lots of pizza, so my guts are a little messed, a little oh, messed yeah. up. But it was worth it, you know, there's things I do, um, and occasionally splurging on uh, lots of matzo is one of them, mm-hmm. and it's worth it. What did we do this weekend? Went to Treasure Island Resort and Casino. In Red Wing, Minnesota. Yeah, and we just went down uh, Friday after work. Yeah. Did some gambling, lost some money, learned how to play Crazy Force, crazy force Poker. Did you actually learn, or did you just kind of guess? <clears throat> well... I knew when to fold and when to play. That's good. And I knew how to score points because they had a chart in front of you for how you win. Oh, that's helpful. So I think I learned. Could I play it without the chart? No. No. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. That's good. Learn started learning how to play blackjack, which is kind of difficult. Yeah. Blackjack, I think, is uh, yeah, it's harder than poker, I believe, to like win, especially. It just it wasn't easy. Yeah, isn't or didn't you tell me like Crazy Fours was like you're against yourself or something? Or you only have to worry about you, but Blackjack you have to worry about the whole table, or is it the other? No, way? no, no. So Blackjack, it's you versus the dealer. Poker, it's usually you versus everyone. Mm-hmm. However, Crazy Fours is you versus the dealer. You're not against okay. anyone else. That's nice. Um, so both the games yesterday were just us versus the dealer. That's really nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Did you have some nice dealers? Yeah, they were pretty cool. That's good. Some of them. Some of them. That's some of them were a little crazy. Like the, the one who didn't know the rules? Or was he actually nice? Oh, he was really nice. Okay, good. Um, no, I was just uh, like uh, if there's people at the table that are really like pushy and want to go, 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 go. Then they uh, go a little faster and upbeat, and it's like, hey, man, we're just here to have a good time. Right, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want to steal your money as fast as they can from you. Yeah. Yep. They do pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. At least for you. Yeah, they're taking my money for sure. But I want it back on slots because slots are where it's at. I'm telling you, I love it. You bet. So, yeah, um, that was fun. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. I lost money, but that's okay. Um, I, you know, paid for the entertainment, and I went expecting to lose all my money, and I came back with half of it. So, eh, not too bad. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what really saved me was uh, our friend Ian told us to just randomly do, like, this roulette thing with the, our last, like, single dollars we had. And we, uh, I was like, Sean, just pick 22. Sure enough, won $36 off of a dollar. Boom. Beautiful. That was great. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Good good return there. Mm-hmm. The yes. odds weren't stacked in our favor, but luck was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was good times, fun times. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. What's Dogecoin at? 20 cent, 20 and a half cents. 20, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That is the real, that's our real gambling right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Our daily gambling. Dang. Yeah, well, what can you do? Sometimes maybe it'll go up, who knows, someday. Eventually. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I saw something from Tom Billu today. Who's Tom Billu? Um, he is a very smart man. Okay, cool. Uh, he does like uh, podcasting and interviewing YouTube stuff, uh, kind of as like his main platform of education. Oh, cool. And then he provides education to millions of people. That's and, really cool. Yeah. Um, he's been wildly successful with it. But people say Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have no backing. Right. Right? Because they don't. But either do, wait, like, what do you mean by backing? Like, there's not, it doesn't have. It doesn't have gold attached to it. There's no value behind it. But There's either does the U.S. dollar. Correct. The U.S. dollar was taken off the gold standard in 1970 by Nixon, I believe. Is that when Nixon was? 1971, I think it was. I have no clue. Um, they took it off the, uh, the gold standard, so money has not had a true backing either since uh, 1971. But that's besides the point because people are retarded and think that uh, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, there is still some gold that does, there's some ass, the gold that backs it, but nowhere near what it used to be. Right. Um, but anyways, the point Tom Bill you made, uh, which really blew me away. Okay. Sam, have you heard of a company called Uber? Yes. Does Uber have any assets or automobiles behind it? I'm going to go with no. The Probably the only thing they have now is like, um, like wouldn't their app or like their website be their asset? It could be. The business, the business itself could be a, the business itself is a sellable thing, right? Right. But there's nothing behind it besides the internet, right? Like Mm -hmm. the app and the internet is the only reason Uber has a meaning. Right. Okay. Technology. Mm -hmm. Have you, um, have you heard of something called Airbnb? Um... Yes, obviously. Okay. Um, Airbnb, they don't, they don't own the houses. They don't. It's the same thing. They don't. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just the technology. All it is, is virtual. Is that the same as like eBay then too? Nope. Because eBay actually has assets. Um... Like eBay and Amazon hold hold their product, okay? But I don't think eBay has like actual product. Well, then if eBay themselves. doesn't have actual product, then yes, it does. Amazon has actual products, so not Amazon. Yeah, but Am- Amazon now does. I don't think they originally ever did. Mm-mm. So Alibaba mm-hmm. is one hundred percent virtual, all outsourced, or what's that? What's the Drop shipped. Everything's drop shipped. Oh yeah. So they ha- hold zero, um, zero product, mm-hmm. and so that is 
just like the other ones. It's just technology. There's nothing behind it besides a virtual business. That's crazy. Yeah. And so all of these things, that that's the whole, I, like his whole point is these cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Oh, actually there's one bigger one that we have to mention. The one we have to mention is the biggest social media site that holds nothing but a social media platform. You're talking about MySpace, right? I'm talking about Facebook. Um. So, um, did you, were you serious? No. Did you ever have a MySpace? Yeah, when I was 11. Okay, then. I thought I was t- too old for you. No, I had it for a little short stint there. That's how I used to play my, uh, I don't fucking know. Did they used to play games on MySpace? No, but you, that's like what started a lot of girls into coding. Because you could, like, change your background, you could have music playing. I think on mine, I had, like, a, even, um, like, rain falling on it or something on my whole page. You had your top five friends or top ten friends. Good times. Dude, now you're talking about MySpace seems way fucking better than Facebook. Dude, it was way better than Facebook. Way, way better. What happened? I don't know. People just started going on Facebook instead. No, MySpace is way cooler. Tom, what happened, man? It still exists. Wasn't Tom the guy that yeah. was friends with everyone? Yep, because he, he's the one that started. Uh, Bro, you should not have let Zuckerberg kick you out the hot spot. Seriously, Tom was way better. Dude, Tom was a OG. Ooh. Do you mind if I look up where Tom is now? Yeah, that's all right. So the whole point behind this post was like Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies they they are similar as they are online platforms okay mm-hmm. so online platforms it's all based around technology they don't have assets backing it it's just a online thing right just right. a tech technological thing right and so all of these companies that are top of the like top of their game are all that way so why would a cryptocurrency why would like the main cryptocurrencies or cryptocurrencies in general why would they how would they cease to exist how would they not become widely adapted and used right well you gotta think like it's a finite thing right so someone pays for like a share like that money's in the company now right technically or like is in the currency some of the some of the cryptos have finite amounts yep um some but have. i mean okay even if they don't like someone has to pay for the coin right to have the coin correct so there's no way because there's no way that all of like bitcoin will ever be sold right like like people won't be holding on to it why is that you think there's not going to be one idiot out there that's going to be like, oh, I'm going to hold on to my Bitcoin forever, even though everyone already, like, sold it and it's just, like, sitting there just wasting away because no one wants to buy it. Someone will keep it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there will always be one person to keep any cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah, there's no way. No, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Well, and a lot of people already bought it. A lot of people buy cryptocurrencies and lose their wallets. Right. So there's um, tons of cryptocurrencies out, like, especially Bitcoin. Coins, yeah. That are out there that no one will ever be able to get. Right. Yep. That's yeah. definitely true. Mm-hmm. So there's th- just like my old lost MySpace account. Dude, Out I tried logging onto mine. Oh, Floating away. Couldn't get it. Into the abyss. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Anyways, keep going with what we were. What we were uh-huh. I, I feel like it'd be easier for like a stock of like Amazon or an eBay or something, or like for those companies to go under than a uh, cryptocurrency to go under. I mean, maybe not. Like, those are bigger companies, um, so maybe not, but... Um, uh, how I would put it is I would put it... Put, i put it like this. The big cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other ones. I would think their likelihood of going under is probably similar to a bigger company, mm-hmm. like Alibaba. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new coins that come out... The Shibu Inu, Inu, the fucking uh, Safe, Safe Moon. Moon. The uh, there's like a sh- there's a literal shit coin. Um, it's just all those things that come out. Um, the chance of them failing are extremely high because they don't have a use. Um, but that also goes for us. Uh, I don't know the percent offhand, but. Uh, it's a very high percent of companies that go public fail, mm-hmm. like within the first couple, uh, within the first five years. And so that's kind of how I look at those. It's like new companies compared to new cryptos, they have an extremely high fail rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the ones that have been vested, tried and true, holding a long time, uh, chance of them dying are very slim. It's like fucking, you know, uh, Bitcoin's been around longer than Airbnb uh, um, and and Uber and things like that. So it's it's it, it would be very crazy uh, for something like that to to just die. Right. It, yeah. It's very unlikely. Um, so I mean, the shares could go down. Right. Shares could go down just like shares could go down for a company. Um, chances of them dying though is. They they could get phased out, right? Like they get phased out, like MySpace, mm-hmm. but they'll still have a a purpose, most likely. Yeah, because MySpace still exists. Right. There's still actually a lot of people on it. Mm-hmm. It's way better than Facebook. I bet you it doesn't have all like the privacy bullshit that. We need to bring it back. But anyways, where's Tom at? Oh, Tom is a uh, like a nature photographer living in Hawaii now. He's fifty years old. That he that that's a, a a that's does he have Facebook? Does he have a Facebook? I don't know. Um, Tom Anderson. Oh, he still has his MySpace. Oh fuck! See, dude, look how cool this is. This is way cooler than Facebook. That's that's MySpace. Yeah, this is MySpace. Dude, that is gangster f. Connections. Oh yeah, you can see like who he's friends with. He's Tom's friends with literally everybody on MySpace. Yeah, I think eventually they did stop that. Well, that is just 
plain and simple. Oh, connections. Me. Oh, okay. People he's connected to. So song. Oh, you can like. Dude, you can put like songs, your song playlist and shit on there. Dude, yeah, mixes, stream mix. Do you think if we play this, it'll the people will hear it? Oh my gosh, guess what the first song is on it? Huh? American Idiot. Oh, dude, Tom is fucking slaying. Wait. Did this play? Oh, there we go. I'm sure that sounds like garbage on the podcast. I'm going to tell you what right now, dude. We got to fucking get MySpace Ooh, back. Play Slideshow. What is this? We got to get it back, dude. This thing is sweet. It's a lot more... It's actually a lot more... It seems to be a lot more, like, person-focused. Um, more person and, and artist-focused mm-hmm. than just scrolling meanlessly aimlessly on a feed about dumbness however we got to keep in mind our our current society and why i think facebook is so big is because it's the it's just like why instagram and tiktok are so effective is because it's mindless scrolling Mm -hmm. you get that dopamine hit every single time you scroll to something else you don't mean hit don't mean hit don't that's why when you're scrolling like i'll just scroll one more i'm just scroll one more i'm gonna just scroll one more i'm gonna just scroll one more right yeah and so i mean you don't myspace is almost seeming like it's it's a little more professional holy shit Mm -hmm. i can't believe this I was trying to see if I could find my old MySpace, but I found some random dude. I'm guessing it's the dude. Yeah, because his profile picture is of him. Man, I'm upset. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here we go. Was it Samantha or was it Sam? What do you think? Dude, I'm going to tell you what. Just on a gall dang tangent here. Yeah. We what else you got for me, Sam? Oh, you you can keep my space in if you want. That is so freaking cool. How cool? See, top eight. They still got the top eight friends. Damn, dude. Man. We got to bring this back. Dude, yeah. You can fucking listen to music Mm -hmm. while you're scrolling. Damn. Oh. Oh, Nope, this one's not mine either. There's apparently a lot of Sam Zimmerman's on MySpace. I'm kind of... I wonder who actually is using MySpace still. It looks like a lot of, like, artists, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, because... Interesting. Um, like, when you search, like, it brings up songs, videos, artists, albums. Um, so, I do think... Top result. What is this? I don't know what this is. It's became a lot more for creative artists. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, if anybody wants to check out MySpace, I definitely would. Oh, oh yeah. It's like I'll go scroll up to like the headers, the, the headings. You got news, artists of the day, Q&A, everybody loves a list, top eight, portraits, free lunch, 10, ten things. things, profiling. So, yeah, you just got – it's actually all just artists. Yeah. It's really cool, actually. I'm impressed with this. They have definitely changed the point of MySpace. Hell yeah. Yeah, you guys definitely... <gasps> Norm MacDonald died? Yeah, looks like it. What? Damn. Uh, I love him. Hmm. Uh, that's so sad. 
Okay, anyways, I'm getting off of MySpace. That was really interesting. That I didn't really even cool. know, like, first off, I didn't even know MySpace existed. Still? Yeah, let oh, alone, yeah. like, had that going on for us. So hey, you know what, Tom? Way to pivot. Yeah. Way to pivot, Tom. But, hey, let's fucking get into this now that we spent uh, the first 20 minutes <laughs> humming dummity around, because that's what we do. Um, we just came on to chat a little bit about real estate. Hell yeah. Um... So I, uh, I I do do a little bit of real estate. You dabble. I dabble in real estate. Um, it's uh, kind of the second business uh, Ryan and I got got cooking is a uh, flipping real estate and uh, holding some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna talk a little bit about uh, I don't know. Talk a little bit about maybe finding a deal. No, yeah, we can. What is, just before we even start, what is your, like, what is the biggest, or a number one tip, I guess, that you wish someone would have told you before you started? Investing in real estate. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be about anything if you want, but we're kind of talking about real estate. Um... I don't know if there's a number one tip. Uh, number one tip to get me started and get me knowledge uh, would be if someone would have told me to listen to the Bigger Pockets real estate podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? That would have been like how I would have got my brain turning and all that, right? Mm-hmm. The second thing, I wish someone would have said, don't wait. Mm-hmm. Why say this? You still, you still need to run your numbers to make sure you're getting a good deal, mm-hmm. right? That that's bar none. You have to do that, right? The first duplex I looked at buying was when I was 19 years old in the country. Kyle and I looked at it. There was up in Ashland, or you down nope, here? It was in Eau Claire. Okay. West Side. Okay. Two-story duplex. It was in the country. Mm-hmm. Was like right on the outskirts, you know? So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About an acre and a half. It had lower top duplex. Wasn't split metered, but it was split up top bottom. Okay. And we passed because it needed some remodeling, and there was some black mold downstairs. Mm-hmm. And, and, in one of the walls. Now, knowing what I know now, that black mold is not an issue. We would take care of that in a jiffy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really not a big deal. Pretty simple. But then, you know, I you hear the people like, "Oh, Sean, you already got a house. You really don't need to move." Blah blah blah. You don't really need to be doing this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Duplex. So I think in total, it was a. Two bed, one bath down, three bed, one bath up. Okay. 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 Uh, I know it was that because whatever, that's what it was. <clears throat> um, it was pretty big, you know, it was probably like 1,200 square feet each level okay. or so. Then there was a garage, like a two-style garage, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And a big... A pretty big yard 
and then there was two big barns. There was like a big, there was like a shop. Okay. Then there was a huge barn, like very big pole barn. And then there was, I think, five storage units. Damn. It was $110,000. That's it? It was $110,000. And you didn't buy it? Didn't buy it. $110,000. And what? so... What in the world, Tom? That was seven years ago. Yeah. And I wish somebody would have came along then and just told me, like, don't wait. Like, look at the deal, right? Mm -hmm. If you would have bought this for that price, or like five years before that, what what was a good deal, right? It was an 08 market crash, right? This, oh, yeah. That would have been, so that was, that was uh, 2014, so it would have been 09, so that been right after the market crash, so it would have been even cheaper then, right? Mm -hmm. So they would have been like, okay, in 09, would it have been a better deal than now? Yes. Okay. Now, that $110,000 property out there, dude. But it's like, what, 300 Five storage units, a shop, a barn, duplex, acre and a half, five minutes from town. Three fifty. Oh, easy, easy three fifty four hundred. Mm-hmm. Four, three and a half to four times appreciation. That's insane. In in seven years. Mm-hmm. So, just look at something now. Five years ago, was it a? Could you've gotten a better price? Five years before that, could you gotten a better price? Five years before that, could you have gotten a better price? Um, and then also look at rents. Mm, mm -hmm, definitely. Rents have gone up so much yeah. in five years. They've gone up a shit ton in 15 years. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, like, look at the trajectory. Make sure the deal is still, you still got to do your numbers. You still got to make sure it's a good deal right now. Right, yeah. But don't wait because guess what? In five years from now, you'll be looking back at these deals going, fuck, that was a good deal. Mm -hmm. And like, I should have bought then. I should have bought then. And I don't like, I don't like kick around the fact that, you know, I missed out on that deal. I just didn't know. I was not experienced enough and I didn't take the time to learn. Right. And even like, between you and I, just in the past year, our perspective has changed so much. Mm. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if we like if we would have bought a duplex instead of this house, we probably would have bought. We probably could be buying like a five hundred thousand dollar house right now. Like, because we would have had that duplex and saved so much money for the three years, two and a half years. Whatever. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when even when we were looking at properties two and a half years ago when we were buying, mm -hmm. we would have been hopping into a duplex for a hell of a good deal. Mm -hmm. You can't even, you know, for what duplex we're going for, then you can't even, well, on the MLS, you know, Ryan and I find the deals through different avenues. So we, we get better deals than that. But okay. um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Because, yeah. yeah, we could have lived for free for two and a half years, saving all that money. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we would have had great appreciation, so we could have could have had a big HELOC on it, and uh, and it would really really set us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't do that, dude. We we should go look at that log cabin. Oh, why? Because think how much we could rent out the bottom half. Yeah. Probably a good amount. Mm-hmm. Probably a good amount. Yep. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that, I I definitely agree. I think that would be one thing that. It, I, I don't know. I guess just like owning duplexes or like being like a landlord seems like such a like a black sheep kind of thing. Like, you're crazy if you do that. And like. I, I wish we would have done it when we first bought a house or like instead of buying this house. I love this house to death. But to think that if I would have just lived in a duplex that we owned for two and a half years and then we could be buying like a nicer, fancier house right now, pretty much, and like be just getting all this side money because we'd have then rented out two duplex or the both sides. I like wish we would have done that so much. Mm-hmm. Because then I probably never would have to live in a apartment again or a duplex again. Well, we, I mean, we don't have to anyways, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's, um... I mean, now it's tempting to do it because that'd be just so nice to have your mortgage just completely paid for. Yes. Yep. It is very, very tempting to do. Mm-hmm. As long as you can get the right deals. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, so... Bigger pocket. If I would have started listening to Bigger Pockets for the knowledge, mm-hmm. um, and just start, and, and then started, that would have been that have been so massive. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you have the money, we should say. No, you don't think so. No. Well, I guess if you live there, you can you get know, it for a lot cheaper. Yeah, you know oh, what? Yeah. Back then, I should have just found the fucking money. Yeah. You know, because I'd uh, you know had to come in with twenty grand. Mm-hmm. And uh, and coming in with twenty grand for that investment, then I could have cash out refied it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just uh, you just find the money. Yeah, that's true. I guess depending on the deal, right? Depending on the deal, find the money. Right. If the deal makes sense, you find the money. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I uh, that's that was a really good question. I like that a lot. Um, where where does that lead us to next? Uh, you were gonna just start talking about real estate, and then I kind of cut you off because I I wanted to know what your number one tip would be. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that a lot, and I think if you're starting out early, and you can. To really look at house hacking. Mm-hmm. Because if you can if you can get away from paying your mortgage on your own, you know, mm-hmm. your thousand, you know, depending on what kind of house you're getting into, you're looking at a mortgage of anywhere from a thousand, you know, mortgage tax uh, insurance. You're probably anywhere from like nine hundred. To 1700 for the average person. Mm-hmm. And, and even renting. 
renting now you're looking at you want a two bed one bath decent you're paying a thousand oh yeah 100%. to rent um if you can do a fha loan a first time home buyer loan three and a half percent down and you can hop in a property and and you can get that thousand dollars in rent from someone else to pay the mortgage and some extra and then you only have to pitch in a couple hundred bucks three four hundred bucks um i mean just think of it you're saving a thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. that's a thousand dollars a month you get to save towards your next deal mm -hmm. um, it stacks up real fast too. oh my god that is that's an incredible amount of money and, and it's you know it's you, your thousand dollars a month that you save is tax after tax money. You know it's already been taxed. It's in your pockets. You're saving twelve thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. tax. You know already been after tax. Mm -hmm. um, it's just massive, massive what that can do for you. Um, God damn it, man! I just sit here and talk myself into wanting to fucking house hack. I know I do. Jesus. The only issue is, like, we really want to get to a more quiet area. Yeah. We just have a pretty much a racetrack in front of our house. And it's it's been two and a half years. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you can find duplexes in, in quieter neighborhoods and stuff. That's um, true. And, and do that and mm -hmm. get that going. Uh, so, it's, I mean, it's pretty good options. Even, even like, back... Um, where we were looking up past North High School, that that gets a lot quieter back there. That's very true. Than over here, right next to Hastings. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the other house we were gonna drive by, that one. I mean, it's right next to the airport. That'd be the only loud thing there. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're pretty close to it now, but yeah, it'd be a little louder. Golly gee, man, house hacking just seems like the damn route. It, Don't it? It really does. If you're like planning on either selling your house now especially if you're like single or if you're just dating or like freshly married it's so smart so smart well and here's the deal too you can get remember we we, we went and toured that four the four two or four two and a half four three something like that each side uh duplex mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the people were renting it for 1700 1700 a side yeah Dude, that place was so that half the duplex, right? So you could just you could just fence in your half the yard, then, right? Security fence in your half the yard, so mm -hmm. you got your own yard. Yeah. Um. That duplex was so fucking nice, dude. It shit on our house. It did. Our house is literally a pile of trash. Yep. Compared to that fucking duplex. That thing. It. And, yeah. And 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 the amount the guy wanted. For the property, <clears throat> the the one unit would have paid the mortgage. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And all the stuff you you would have you wouldn't had to pay anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, but did, wasn't he? Did he jump the prices of that one too? Because you're talking about the um, one that he also owned all the fourplex. Yeah, I don't I don't think he jumped the prices of those because I think he wanted what three fifty for those. Yeah. I don't think he jumped the price on those. Um. But golly, those, that, like... 
Those are really nice. You can raise a family in those, mm -hmm. and and you're living in a real, real nice property. And it felt like you were just in a house, like oh, you weren't in a duplex. It, it sure did. Impressive. Especially, I mean, if you were to fence off, you know, security six foot security fence off yeah. the whole yard with with a split down the center. Mm -hmm. Oh man, beautiful. you you oh, it'd be beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing I didn't like about those is like the there was that sliding glass door. But it was only on the side of the house, not the back. Yeah, you just, you just, that would be where the fence would start. Yeah. You see, you have your little patio out the side there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, shit, dude. That makes me really just get to thinking. Wow. Yeah, can we contact him again? <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. I just, uh, that one, that, that particular one, I wasn't a fan of because it was in a neighborhood where there's all multifamily. Yeah. And, and not that that's a bad thing. Uh, it's it's not a bad thing, but um, to get to a little quieter area, I want the ones where there's like multi-fam. There can be like a, a block or two of multi-family, but I want it mixed in with like single-family, quieter mm -hmm. neighborhoods, yeah. not just multi for the eye to see. Right. Yeah. Um, at least for my per like to where I want to live now, I want to get out a little bit quieter, the hustle and bustle. Oh yeah, definitely. But um, yeah. So I guess. Don't wait. Well, get your knowledge. Get your knowledge. Figure out your money. But don't wait. And your knowledge shouldn't take that long, to be honest. Oh, God, it really don't. It really does not. It should take, what, a month, maybe two months max if, if you want to be thorough. If you take it seriously, a month. Mm-hmm. And treat it like like work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, one thing they recommend. Well, so, like, um, there, so... Ryan and I uh, looked at a 16-plex, a mm -hmm. uh, 16-unit apartment. Me, Ryan, and Eva looked at it, and uh, and the guy was asking too much for it. Um, but we still uh, did a walkthrough of it. Uh, we still ran the numbers um, at, at what he wanted, uh, and then we ran the numbers to see what what could be our max we could pay right yeah um and then what would be like like what would be like oh shit this is a pretty good deal mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so we, we just did we did like three different uh numbers for analyzing it we met with the guy we did the walkthroughs of it checked everything out um and really it's just for repetition um uh, ryan may still we, we may still offer on the uh on it at what would be a good deal for you guys, yeah. For us, um, but it, it's a it's a really it really a lot off that off the price. Mm -hmm. um, so chances are not great, but um, by like we'll still probably offer it just you know for the halibut. But um, doing those repetitions, mm -hmm. knowing that like okay, chances are this guy ain't gonna take a third off his price. Mm -hmm. However, we're gonna run the numbers, we're gonna analyze it, so we get more thorough with analyzing. Mm -hmm. We went and walked the property, mm -hmm. um, checked the stuff out, just so that, you know, next time another apartment comes up like that, Ryan and I know some of the stuff to look for. Right, yeah. We, we've walked it before. We, we've we done more repetitions with, with uh, running our numbers and analyzing, and we can just do that again. Right, and you can be quicker at it, more efficient. Yep, yep. And so um, it's just a practice with, like, anything, the more, the more you do it, and and, and what's really good is getting into your first duplex 
or triplex, and just getting into your first rental. Mm-hmm. Buying and owning your first rental and getting into it, you're going to learn so fast. Right. And then it's so much easier to get the second one and the third one. Mm-hmm. The first one is the hardest. Yeah, everybody, Um, that's the same. Uh, so everybody at Wiscoria that we go to, all the guys say that. The first one, all the guys and gals say that. The, the first property you get is the hardest property to get. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that first property, everything else is just like, oh, yep, I can get another, I can get another, I can get another. Mm-hmm. Because you get it. And when you get it, all... All the scariness, all the anxiety mm, goes away. All the second guessing—it's gone because now you own it. Now you can. Now you identify as someone who is a uh, an investor, mm-hmm. a real estate investor. Um, and and then you just keep investing. And so just getting over that first hurdle and realizing it's really not scary. Yeah. It ain't a big deal. Um, you'll figure it out. And. Another thing that I like to find very important is don't jump into a deal just to get like the first one over with or like in general, like it needs to make sense. So yeah, you, you want to be careful jumping in to a deal. You got to make sure it makes sense. Like Ryan and I knew, so Ryan was already into rentals. Ryan was in rentals and then I had like the rentals for the group home. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it, it was something, like, we wanted to do. We wanted to get into rentals mm-hmm. or at least, like, keep getting a rental portfolio. Right. Um, but we were waiting for a good deal. Uh, we saw some deals pop up. Um, actually, we saw one pop up. I sent it to him. Um, and it was gone right away. So he messaged the owner to see if they had anything else. Mm-hmm. And they did. Uh, so we had some negotiating. And we got our first deal. And the reason we got our first deal through together through them, you know, was um, it, it was a good deal. Mm-hmm. We, we knew we wanted to do this stuff. We we had an idea how we run the, we, we ran the numbers and stuff, and, and we got it. So mm-hmm. um, it's just that, yeah, it's a matter of just n- having, having the knowledge and just going for it. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh... What other fun little things? So. Ooh, property management. Yes or no? Yeah. Oh, I I will not not have property management. Um, they're just lifesavers. And here's the here's why. Everything you're afraid of or you could be afraid of with this, the property managers are going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not I've not filled it. Like, I, I don't do leases myself. I don't fill units. That I got the property management company for that because they do that full time. I don't, I don't, and I don't uh, do tenant changeover. I don't evict tenants. None of that. Property management company handles all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the property management takes the phone calls. Um, I, we have it set up since Ryan and I got... Uh, uh, Kyle, who helps uh, do our maintenance, mm-hmm. um, and then we also got a, a long line of contractors and stuff that we use for maintenance. Um, we do our own maintenance. So, uh, are the property management company? They still take the call. Like, if there's a maintenance request, they still take the call. They just relate to us. Hey, this is what needs to be done. Right, and they they don't charge you for that, right? No, that's nice. Mm-mm, that's just part of the part of the month monthly fee. Right, um, which is awesome, and so. So we just like 
yesterday we were driving got a phone call hey dude doesn't have water okay um i called the people to get the water back on yeah uh, it's that simple so it, it's just it's it's very nice to have a property management company worry about that for you mm-hmm. um and it makes it a passive source and so and so with that right like if you don't want to do your own maintenance you don't want that headache they'll handle all that for you mm-hmm. they'll do it all for you you don't have to worry about nothing and then they send you a, a printout at the end of the month uh saying exactly you know if they had to go do any maintenance any cleaning um if they had to do a new lease mm-hmm. uh tenant turnaround anything like that that's all in there that's all listed out for you so you know uh where your money's going yeah um and one thing we learned at this because this month's Wisco Rhea meeting was about property management. Um, the one main thing I learned from that is they take care of all the legal stuff too. So with COVID, um, and like throughout their years of being a company, they've added so much legal jargon to their uh, oh, yeah, leases. And they sometimes like they'll have to go to small claims court for evictions and like they handle all that. Um, they've handled all this stuff with like COVID. So it's just really nice that you don't have to go searching for all of that and, and like worry about, oh, is there going to be some loophole somewhere that someone's going to find in my lease that like you get from, I think you've gotten some online somewhere. Yeah. I've used like rocket lawyer to, cause I, I'll write the leases for our, uh, holding companies to stable living mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah, they they take care of all the legal stuff, so you just never have to worry, because if it's something that's like their fault, they pay for it, don't they? I thought they said. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, they said like people are can find any loophole in any legal document. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because the property management company we sign a contract with, and so then their insurance would kick into play there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. Yep. Yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend property management because it, it, but it also depends, right, on your, like, your goals, what you want. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh, and where you are, because, like, here we're lucky, where yeah. they take only 6%. So, yeah, 7%. Or 7% yep. Um, yep. from, what, the, the, the lease money or whatever? Yeah, yeah, so income. it starts at 7% up until 10 units or more, then it goes to 6 so. Mm. Um, but like they were saying, like in the cities, I think most, they said property manager was like 15% or something. Uh, around 10%. Um, but they also charge a lot more for like, um, some places charge a whole first month's rent to fill a, to fill a lease. Yeah. Which is just asinine to me. Right. Um, so do like do your research and make sure that like property management is like affordable for you and put mm-hmm. that into your numbers when you're looking at deals you too. have to have to mm-hmm. calculate with property management have to um and so it's it depends on what your goals are where you're at because i have two businesses I've got the real estate flipping GT business ventures and I've got the adult family homes um, and assisted living. Plus you have a life. And I want to have a life. Um, And so real estate investing, the properties I hold 
are for passive income. Mm -hmm. They're investments. They are not my day job. And so I do not want to have to worry about property management. I have other things I need to worry about. Mm -hmm. And so if that is not your goal, say your goal is to just have 20 units and you just want to manage them all and that's going to be your new job, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like that, then do that, learn about property management. You can get your, you can get property management software that does most of the shit for you anyhow. Right. Um, so if you get the right software, you really ain't doing, you ain't doing a whole lot anyhow. However, I don't want to worry about any of that. Um, so it's just up to you on, on what your goals are. And if, if it's affordable for you, if it makes sense, um, and, and then go from there. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's up to you. I like property management. Um, but, but it's not for everyone or I, I like using property managers. Um, some people like doing it themselves. So, um, Boy, we could get into a plethora of stuff. Mm, oh, I. It's gonna happen. We're gonna be on Instagram more. We're gonna be on TikTok more. We got tons of fun stuff coming up and stuff that we've been doing in this past month. Um, so there will be more, and we'll probably have a Q and A on our Instagram this week. So send us your questions, um, and we'll probably do a and a episode in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Very fun. Um, but yeah, we'll do a, we'll do another podcast uh, diving into real estate more. I want to discuss um, pretty much the whole process again. Oh yeah. How to how to how to find so like how to find a deal, how to analyze it, um, how to offer on it, and then taking ownership, property management, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, so we'll do a podcast on that coming up just so people get a sense of it. What are good deals? What are bad deals? Things like that. Um, but I guess takeaways from today, uh, cryptocurrencies as an online platform, mm-hmm. just like a lot of cool things we use, like mm-hmm. Facebook. MySpace. Uh, MySpace. Uber. Airbnb. Bring back MySpace. Bring back MySpace. Yep. Um, actually, people, go check it out. It's kind of cool. Um, Can I start a hashtag on Instagram? Bring back MySpace. Start a hashtag on Facebook. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then um, real estate, er, as far as like my, my main things for real estate, check out Bigger Pockets podcast, real estate. Uh, that gives you so much, so much knowledge. So much. Um, I didn't... I didn't say this, but read books, especially um, The Richest Man in Babylon. Rich Dad, Poor Dad? And Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. They, they do ask everyone that goes on um, uh, the Bigger, Bigger Pockets yeah. podcast what their, like, number one, is it business book or growth book? Uh, or is it they, just book? So they, have, they have two different, they, there's, a, there's one where they ask you your favorite real estate related book and then there's another one your favorite business related book mm, and rich dad poor dad is probably one of the most said books yeah I tell you. Mm-hmm. um and then um there's there's a lot more as far as like specific real estate ones um my favorite is uh the burr method mm-hmm. book um 
but then um, don't wait. Get get into investing as soon as you're able, as long as the deal's good. Because in five years from now, you're really gonna wish you did. Mm-hmm. Um, Even if there's a market crash, it's you're still gonna be making money. Guess what? We, we if you look at what rents are now, not only things are selling for more, mm-hmm. and rents are way higher mm-hmm. than they were back in '08 at the peak. Right. So if you bought an 08 at the peak, you still have an asset that's worth more money today that's cash flowing a lot more. Right. So. So don't wait. Yeah. Um, and only take like a month to learn everything you need to know about it, real estate. Yeah, just schedule it out and just learn it. It's not, it's, to get into your first deal, get a small one, a duplex or something. Um, triplex, something like that. It doesn't take much to get into something like that. Right. Um, just get your knowledge down. And, uh, and, uh, that's, I mean, that's the big stuff I got for you folks. Those are some good basic things, I, I, I think. Yeah. But anyways, join us on Instagram and TikTok. We'll tell you some fun little things coming up. You bet. We'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Peace.